Hey friend, welcome to Pursuing Goals God's Way. I am excited for you to be here with me because we are going to replay an episode that I think will encourage you today as you work on your goals. This episode first aired on the Real Happy Mom podcast with Tony and Mayembe, and I just so enjoyed our conversation that I wanted to bring it to you. In this episode, you'll hear Tony Ann interviewing me about all things creating simple goals that you can and will finish in the season of life you're in. We talk about how to identify goals that align with your values and priorities in this season and some practical strategies for managing time and resources effectively while pursuing these goals. And we finish off with remembering to celebrate how far you've come. Not only is Tony Ann the host of the Real Happy Mom podcast, but she's also a full-time dentist, a reservist in the Navy, and a wife and boy mom that understands the struggle of juggling work and home. I really believe you're going to find so much value in our conversation, so let's dive in. Hey friend, welcome to Pursuing Goals God's Way. Have you thought about finally starting that business now that your kids are older? Do you ever stay awake wondering how to mesh your passions into purposeful work? Do you have big, ambitious goals but feel overwhelmed or even unqualified to pursue them? Hey, I'm Gabe. Not too long ago, I longed for the confidence to start an online business. I just wanted to make a difference outside my home bubble using my gifts. But I kept telling myself that I wasn't good enough, I didn't know enough, and I didn't have enough time. Until I realized something huge. My kids need me to be their example and they need to see me win. And yours do too. In this podcast, you will learn how to clarify your goals, plan with purpose, and ditch your distractions. If you're ready to make an impact and an income, all for the glory of God, then you're in the right place. As an avid runner, I believe life is one massive marathon. It's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. So lace up those running shoes, hop in your earbuds, and let's do this thing. Every year we start with a fresh slate and we are brimming with enthusiasm with a list of resolutions and goals for the new year. But for moms, the challenge of balancing work, family, and personal aspirations can sometimes make these goals seem like distant stars in the night sky. Now, there is the incredible power of determination, resilience, and a clear vision that can turn even the biggest dreams into reality. And that's what I want to help you with today. I've got someone who's going to help you get back on track to accomplishing your big goals. So if you're a mom with big dreams and aspirations, this one is for you. I wanted to talk to you about goals and helping us with setting goals because some people may be feeling like, you know, I had all these big dreams, these big goals, but I'm nowhere near reaching them. Like I'm not even close or I have these big dreams and goals. I don't know where to start. So what would you say would be a simple way to get started, especially with this current season? Like I said, with us going into the latter part of the year. Mm, I think sometimes we have these big burly goals and dreams and these big visions for ourselves, but then we forget to break them down. And I like to call it like breaking it down into stepping stone goals So because, uh, you know, the analogy, how do you eat an elephant? It's one bite at a time. So if you think about eating the elephant, this is such a weird analogy, who eats elephants? But (laughs) but like, if you think about that, it's, it's almost near impossible. But if you break it down, it's not so bad. And that's how I see goals, um, especially as moms in different seasons. So you may have some moms who are in that diapering stage where it's feeling busy because 
your hands on all the time. But then it's like in my season, my kids are a feel they are a little bit more independent. So I have that freedom, but they are here and there and everywhere because one, each of them is in their own sport and they're all different times and different places. And then you have your school and all the things that come with it. So your seasons may look different based on where you are, but in every season you are living a full life, you're busy. And so creating simple goals is really important. So having that huge dream is great, but then how do you break that down into something a little bit more manageable, knowing kind of your expectations? Like this is the amount of time, this is the capacity I have, right? I have this amount of time to be able to work on my goal. Maybe it's only 15 minutes a day. Maybe it's a chunk of a few hours. And then thinking about what can I do in that time? So like some sim- ideas of some simple goals, if you're working on sp- uh, some personal growth, maybe, maybe it's just my goal is to read 15 minutes a day in a personal development book, or if it's a spiritual growth a fi- in my, in the word, right. Or just a spiritual growth book, or maybe it's, we're so busy. The noise is all over, you know, you're scrolling social media, you're here and there and everywhere. You're watching movies. Maybe the goal is to have like 10 minutes of white space a day, just so that you can sit there and think or journal or take a walk or just be right. Or maybe even like you and I have talked about, we talked about it on my podcast was creating routines, but maybe it's creating a weekly system of some sort, because that's going to actually save you time to be able to go after the goal that you have. So it's kind of thinking about what, what is my big goal and how can I break it down? Maybe your big goal is to learn something new, but if you break it down to 10 or 15 minutes a day, then it makes it a little bit more doable. One thing that I know that you're really good at is like really helping like break some things down. Now, when it comes to goals, I know you've probably had several big goals, but I'm just wondering if there's a big goal that comes to mind for you that you're thinking about, like, how in the world am I ever going to accomplish this and how you're able to break it down so that you're able to reach that goal? Hmm. Yeah. So I call it the red hot formula. And really it's breaking down this large burly goal into smaller stepping stone goals, but there's three pillars to it. The first one is seeing it. And seeing it really means like actually knowing what vision you have, like what, what is it that I want to accomplish? Because we really need to be clear about what we want to do. And part of that comes with developing a why, right? And so like really knowing what, what will change in my life if it actually happens, right? We're never going to take ourselves out of our comfort zone. We're never going to go do anything big unless there's a purpose behind it, unless it's really going to actually benefit us in some way, right? Because we have a lot going on in our life already. We don't need to add something just to add it. And so it's really taking that down and seeing it. And then when I say seeing it, I like to say, just post a picture of it or post like the actual goal And it's not to manifest it because I don't really think you can look at it and then have your goal come. But when you look at it, the more you see it, the more you think about it, and the more you're going to be apt to take action on it. And that's the whole point of seeing it. But then along with that, after you see it, then you need to plan it. And that is where you take that big burly goal, like we talked about, and really break it down into smaller stepping stones. And it's almost like smaller tasks or smaller projects. So almost like working backwards. So here's that big goal. What's, what's the next, like, what's the next step to getting that goal? And then what's that next step? And what's that next step? And actually creating goals along the way. 
And I would call those like small wins to your dream. And the reason for those is because each of those goals, once you hit it, so let's say I want to run a marathon. I'm a runner. So we'll take the marathon analogy, right? So I've never run before. I'm a walker. I've never run. I'm going to run a marathon. Okay. That's pretty daunting to run 26.2 miles if you've never run a mile before. But if you break it up and you go, okay, I know I'm going to have to end up running a half marathon. And with that, I have to run a 6K and then I'd have to run a 5K and I have to run a mile. Okay. Well, I can break that up and I could probably run for a minute, walk 30 seconds, run for a minute, walk, and then kind of build off of that. Right. And so once I hit that mile, that's a win. That's a goal that I just hit. And then when I hit the 5K, that's a goal I just hit. And having some type of a reward along the way, like each time you hit it, because that's progress. We don't see our progress. We have a hard time seeing it. Like it's almost like we have blinders to actually see what's going on. But once you hit the summit and you look back, you go, wow, I came a long way, right? So once I hit that finish line of the marathon, I go, wow, I ran a marathon. But it only came from those stepping stone goals. And those stepping stone goals will keep you going. It'll keep you from quitting because once you hit one, it's more motivating to hit the next one and then hit the next one. Whereas if you're only looking at the large vision and you're looking at that large goal, then um, it's a lot easier to quit on ourselves because we're not going to feel like we're anywhere near it. So that's that's kind of the planning it. And then there's the doing it. And that's actually taking what you plan and putting it into action. And I like to call it action with flexibility, because our plan may not always happen the way we we have it. And that's why we do the reflection time. That's why we kind of look at it and maybe pivot something if we need to. But we plan it out, we do it, and we do it with flexibility. And we do it until either God says to stop and pivot, or until we hit the goal. Right. And so I and and that means we'll have those challenges like we talked about before. And what do you do with the challenges? That's why we have community and all the things. But that's kind of the the red hot formula, I would say it is that seeing it and then the planning it and then the actual doing of it. And it's actually the whole goal is to have fun. And so, and it is fun when you learn and grow. It's fun when you hit a milestone. It's fun when you overcome a challenge because you can look back and go, okay, I can help someone else overcome that challenge now. And that was, it, it wasn't as bad as I thought, right? And so, and then you just know for next time, okay, now I know what to do. We just keep learning and growing. I think it is easy for us as moms to add on more responsibilities for ourselves, but I know there are, are some, I'm going to call them responsibilities, but <laughs> there's some responsibilities that I know we can either delegate or totally eliminate, but there's some that we cannot. So I'm just wondering how we can prioritize things and know, okay, I really do have to take care of this, but this can wait um, and things of that sort, because I everything seems important. I, I I know I'm not the only one, but everything seems like it has to be done right right now, but you can't get everything done. So like, what would you say to the mom that's having a hard time with prioritizing and trying to figure out what's most important right now? I'll tell you a little story. I used to add everything onto my plate. Like you talk to my husband. I was just a chicken with my head cut off for a long time. Now I still feel like I have a lot on my plate, but it's only a few things. It's just that they each take a lot of time, but I was... <laughs> For a time there, I was working like three different jobs and I was the director of our homeschool community and I was the leader of our MOPS. If you know mothers of preschoolers, that group, I coordinated that. I just a lot of things. I was the president of the booster club for gymnastics. 
and just took on way too much. So first I would say, look at the things that you took on and what is it? Is there anything that you can stop doing? Because you can do a lot of things, but you can't do everything all at once. And so it's what things can I do? Because for me, some of it was fun, but some of it, it, I just felt like, oh, I'm good at that. I should do it. Well, sometimes us taking on a responsibility keeps somebody else from being able to step up and take that responsibility. So I thought of it that way when kind of God stopped me. I broke my ankle. Uh, well, now it's been a, lo- a while ago, okay? quite a few years ago. But it was literally, I feel like God said, stop. I need you mm-hmm. to stop, right? And it helped me reevaluate. But so there's that. So first thinking about what can you stop? Now, there's a lot of things you can't. So what do you do when you can't stop certain things? Like you can't not go to work. You can't not, you know, take care of your kids. You cannot, can't not have dinner on the table. You know, that kind of a thing. But then it's prioritizing. So when I say prioritizing, it's thinking about what do I absolutely need to do? What are the priorities? If I didn't do it, what wouldn't get done, right? And so, and then also, what can I delegate? So if you have kids that are old enough to do something, think about what can I delegate to my kids? Because I want to teach them responsibility. So say, for example, my boys are old enough to do some cleaning and I had to be okay with them cleaning, not the way I want them to. Like, you know, I had to be okay with dropping perfection and saying it's, it's, good enough. But they clean their own bathroom. They clean the whole downstairs of their responsibility. They clean the downstairs. They clean the bathroom. They do their own laundry. They've done their own laundry since they were like nine. And part of that actually happened when I broke my ankle because I couldn't walk up and down the stairs. And so my oldest started doing laundry and I was like, hmm, they can do their own laundry. This is great. And then I don't have them fighting over whose shorts are whose because I get it wrong because I don't they all look the same to me, you know? (laughs) So part of it is going, what can I delegate, you know, or so maybe you are a working mom and you really want to, you have a goal for yourself too, and you want to add it in, but you know, house management takes up a lot of work. Well, delegate to the kids, or maybe have somebody come in and clean uh, every month or every other month, just do the deep cleaning that saves you a little time. You don't realize in the long run how much time it actually does save you to have some of these things. So that, and then also just knowing, okay, in that list of what I need to get done, if I didn't do something, what would be okay to be pushed to next week or be pushed back? It wouldn't, you know, light a fire on anything and it would be fine, you know? So looking at it in those different ways, kind of like, what do I need to do what can I stop doing? And then what can I delegate or push off? I know there are moms who um, have a plan and they've been working on it and life has just happened. And there is some huge obstacle or some setback that has caused us not to be able to reach the goal, at least not within the time frame that we had, or we just can't reach it right now. So what would you say are some strategies for overcoming some of those obstacles so that we don't let those obstacles or setbacks really derail us from our goal, but help us to get back on track? I like to ask some questions too. So it's almost the reflection side of things is one, what is, what do I think is keeping me from moving forward in my goal? And does this goal serve a purpose still? Because I think sometimes we will keep going after it just because we have. Okay, so for example, my husband and I, we were in an MLM a long time ago. And we 
loved it at first. It was great. We made some great connections, all the things. And we were in business for about 15 years, a long time, but we were probably in business about 10 years too long. And so, but we kept doing it because we didn't want to quit because we didn't want people to think we were quitters. Right. But once we did, our season changed, we moved to Colorado and our season changed. And so we did step back from there. But what we realized is we, we overstayed our wel- welcome, not really a welcome, but we overstayed it because we were, that season was gone and that wasn't where God wanted us, but we kept forcing it. So sometimes asking the question is, am I forcing this or is this really where I'm being led? Right. And that's something that you might have some reflection because that might be if it is being forced, maybe it is time to pivot and that's OK. It's OK to pivot. But sometimes I feel like pride got in the way of me being willing to do that for a long time. But I found a lot of blessing when we when we moved in the direction we felt like we were supposed to, too. So there's that. So asking that question first. So is this where I'm supposed to be? If that's yes, <laughs> Then it's also like, okay, so I want you to go back to that why. Is the why the same or has it changed? Because our why can develop too. And um, again, we won't work towards something that we don't really feel passion, passionate about or that is not going to change our life in some way. Um, and also in that, look at, like, for example, in online business, online business can feel lonely and it can feel like, am I making a difference? So a lot of times I'll tell my Uh, coaching clients, like anytime you get positive feedback, print it out and post it on your wall or have a document saved so you can go back and go, wow, I'm making a difference. So do the same with your goals. Like anytime you have a win, write it down so that you can go back and look at it, right? And go, okay, I know this is hard right now, but I know that I'm supposed to be where I am. So I'm going to keep pushing forward. Um, Also expectation. So in the, we talked about capacity, And maybe it's, I just didn't have capacity for my goal to happen in three months. So let me look at my expectation and go, would it be okay if my goal happened in six months, you know, or how, or maybe, maybe my goal was to earn an extra thousand dollars a month and I'm only at 300 and I don't see it happening. Okay. Well, maybe I just make it, I want to see 500 in the next few months and then we'll add to it from there. Right. So sometimes we just have to change our expectation a little bit. And then also sometimes seeking help. So if it's too big, maybe there's someone who can help you get that breakthrough, whether it's a coach or an accountability partner or a mentor or something that might be able to see things through a different lens than you can see and help you kind of strategize and really get back on track. I really think that it's easy to get caught up in what we're supposed to do. And I'm doing air quotes here. We're supposed to do this and this is what's expected of you. And, you know, that's probably the next thing in your career pathway, or this is what your family thinks that you should be doing, but it's not in alignment with what you are wanting to do. So I wanted you to talk to us, especially the moms that are not in alignment with their goals. One, how can we identify that? And two, how can we get back on track? Yes. So important because sometimes we need to make sure the goal is for us too. The goal serves that purpose and that we're not just doing something because everyone expects us to. Right. And so one of the most important things is to make sure our goals align with our values and our priorities. And so here's one thing that you can do. I want you to write down your values and your priorities in the season you're in. 
So if you're in the diapering or toddler stages, your stage looks a lot different than mine where I have a teenager, you know, I, like I said, I'm running around with my head cut off, but in a month that's going to change and I'm going to have a different capacity. So when those different seasons come and the different capacities come, you want to kind of realign those goals with your values and priorities each time. So once you have those values or priorities written down, then I want you to think about it as a Venn diagram. If <laughs> you know what a Venn diagram is with mm -hmm. the circles and there's different circles and some of them kind of mesh together but putting in different, like having a values, having a priorities and having a goals and seeing what intersects. So making sure that they all do line up. I want to give an example. So one of my goals right now is to develop deeper connections with my boys because my oldest is leaving the coop in two years, less than two years. Like I don't have much time left with him. And I know I'm a workaholic. I will work all day long if I can, because I like to, I like my business. I like what I do. I like helping people, but I need to make sure that the goal of the connection with my boys aligns with my values and priorities because my family is number one right now after my relationship with God. And so I have a goal of really creating balance in that I don't prioritize work over my kids right now. Now I'm not great at it, but that's my goal, right? And so though I know I need to work a certain number of hours to pay the bills, um, I still am intentional to stop what I'm doing when they need me or to stop what I'm doing after my work block is done. So that's kind of an example of how that Venn diagram could look. So if my goal sits outside of, you know, so that's my goal is that bigger, that connection with the boys. So if what I'm doing, like some different things I'm doing, do not align with that, then I have to look at that and go, should I be doing those things right now? Gabe, you have given us a lot of really great things to get us going with our goals so that we can be celebrating and cheering ourselves, even if no one else is cheering for us. And like you said, giving us a standing ovation, we can cheer for ourselves, give ourselves a high five and say, we have made it and we have accomplished our goals. So thank you so much for sharing all of this with us. But I know that there are some other resources that you have that are going to be helpful for moms who are listening, who want to even get better with achieving their goals. But I do have a free resource that might be helpful for the conversation we just had. It's called My Game Plan Workbook. And this workbook will walk you through creating that deep-rooted why that will make you take action on your goals, drafting a roadmap for those stepping stone goals and habits to bring that goal from start to finish in a stress-free, no-hustle way, and then also reflecting on your progress to reset each week so that you're not just working hard and going around in circles. So you can find the My Game Plan Workbook at redhotmindset.com forward slash game dash plan. And so I hope that will help kind of get things going if you're feeling like you're in the mid-year and you just need a recheck. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go though, make sure you follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. If you resonate with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or share it with a friend as this helps grow the podcast. Also, if you're not a part of Simplicity and Motherhood, consider joining us. It's a free online community built to provide support and encouragement so you can create balance and live intentionally as you go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to redhotmindset.com for more resources and to find the link to join the community. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you.